0: Welcome to a brand new episode of the Jam Pack Report, today for June the 11th of 2020. Of course, my name is Samuel Adams, and this is a daily gaming news podcast, meant to bring you the hottest news you need to know from around the industry, hosted on YouTube and podcast services around the world five days a week. It is your one-stop shop for everything you need to know in the world of gaming, and today we are focusing entirely on the PlayStation 5 reveal event, because although a lot of people, including me, originally just expected gameplay throughout this entire event, we actually got a look at Sony's next console. We now know what the box looks like. In fact, there's more than one. Let's go ahead and dive into it. Here is the PlayStation 5. Today, Sony showed off the PlayStation 5, which spits in the face of the idea of non rounded corners. There will be two versions a regular one and a digital edition that does not have a disc tray. The new DualSense controller will be wireless. The console also seemingly comes with an HD camera, a wireless headset, and a media remote. And here is the entire lineup of next gen hardware from Sony. And again, I do want to reiterate you have the DualSense controller, you have the Pulse wireless headset, you have the media remote, and you have the HD camera. On top of that, you have two different versions of the PlayStation 5 hardware. Now, I do want to reiterate, this is literally less than 10 minutes after the event itself has wrapped up. So, This is not going to be one entire inclusive bundle. That would put this price at roughly a thousand dollars if I had to guess. You are 100% going to have some kind of option to buy just the console with a single DualSense controller because they are going to have to get this hardware down to the bare minimum price that they can possibly think to charge for this hardware. Uh, Of course, that is one element that was not announced. On top of that, we did not get a release date, so pricing is still going to be up in the air and the release time frame remains holiday 2020, but we now have our first look at the PlayStation 5 itself, and it does match the aesthetic of the DualSense controller which was revealed a few weeks ago. Uh, overall, my first impressions of this piece of hardware? I don't like this as much as I like the Xbox Series X. This seems very futuristic, and if somebody came to me and showed me this picture just a few days ago, I would have said this has to be some kind of fan mock up. This looks like one of those fake PlayStation 5s uh, that you see circulating around online. But no, this is in fact what the console is going to look like. Now a couple of things to point out. There are these two giant ridges on top, and this design is entirely focused around the fan airflow. That is exactly why this console is shaped the way that it is, uh, because you can see, and it points it out in the reveal video, that you do have two giant fans that are circulating air through this machine to keep its hardware cooled and to ensure that it continues to run at peak efficiency. The big question how loud is the machine? Because the PlayStation 4 Pro, when you're running something that is newer and graphically intensive, it sounds like a jet airliner getting ready to take off, or perhaps the next SpaceX. Shuttle that is going to be shooting into outer space, Uh, but we will see what comes of all of this I'm interested to see the utility of the HD camera And is there going to be a PlayStation VR 2 announced at some point in the coming months? Uh, Because there has to be a reason for the HD camera It really isn't necessarily a needed peripheral in the current gaming setup Are there going to be streaming capabilities? Perhaps. Uh, That seems like something of a no-brainer since streaming on Twitch is one of the biggest parts of the social gaming experience in 2020, and inevitably it will be beyond. But we now have our first look at the PlayStation 5, again there is the console itself, and there's the controller, the DualSense with the Pulse wireless headset, the media remote, and the DualSense controller stand it seems to be on top of the HD camera. But What are we going to be seeing on the console? Let's go ahead and hit the highlights of the PlayStation 5 reveal event thanks to the team at IGN for putting up this comprehensive list. First and foremost, they kicked everything off with a look at the past, a look starting back in 1994 with a highlight reel of the PlayStation 4 generation to follow, and there were a lot of good games for this generation. But first and foremost, GTA Online is going to be free for PlayStation 5 owners. It's coming in 2021, and additionally, all PS4 owners will get $1 million in GTA 5 game cash starting today. Uh, now, this is not a full confirmation, at least to my knowledge, that GTA 5 itself is going to be coming to the PlayStation 5, but GTA Online is going to be an element of the PlayStation 5, and I would not be surprised to see the entire game ported to the next-gen console, and inevitably, it's going to be at the very least backwards compatible. Uh, so, we'll have to wait for Rockstar to make some kind of announcement. Again, the event itself wrapped up 30 minutes ago, roughly give or take, so there has not been any other information revealed as for right now. But moving on to the actual new content, there's a brand new Marvel Spider-Man coming from the team at Insomniac. A sequel to PlayStation 4 exclusive Marvel Spider-Man was revealed with Miles Morales taking the lead role of Spider-Man this time around and a release date is set for holiday 2020, likely meaning this game is coming at launch or shortly thereafter. Uh, This is something I didn't expect to see because it seems like it has not been that long since Spider-Man itself actually launched. I believe it launched back in the fall of 2018 and although the foundation was laid for the sequel to be relatively simple to make, I didn't think they would pull it out of the gate, I thought this might be a year 2 PlayStation 5 title or even later on than that, Uh, but if you think about the grand scheme of developing the Spider-Man game itself, New York is going to remain relatively the same, the overall character models are already there and so essentially you just have to add a couple of elements here and there and you've got your next game. Uh, So it looks like we are getting a new Spider-Man this holiday on the PlayStation 5 exclusively. Gran Turismo 7 was also revealed, and a first gameplay of the title was shown. Essentially, it's exactly what you would expect from the Grand Theft... Uh, Excuse me, Gran Turismo. My mind is racing it a mile a minute. Uh, But Gran Turismo 7 looks to be the next-gen racing experience that you would expect. Uh, It looks to have more detail than ever before. It truly looks like a rival to the next-gen racing games that are going to be coming from the Xbox team, in the form of, inevitably, a new Forza Horizon, and a new Forza Motorsport at some point in the next two years. Uh, So you can check out that gameplay. It seems like there's going to be a hub world as well. Uh, So you can race around in a world, or perhaps it's just a very in-depth menu. But it does look to be a very solid game to scratch that itch for the racing genre on the PlayStation 5. A new Ratchet and Clank was announced. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart has been revealed. A brand new entry in the Ratchet and Clank series was revealed, showing what appeared to be gameplay of the heroes jumping through portals to other dimensions before being split up. Insomniac Games said players will be able to jump from planet to planet almost instantly and are also implementing ray-traced reflections on Clank's head. Okay, that last detail was a bit specific, but overall, number one was not expecting to see Ratchet and Clank, but it is a nice, refreshing change of pace, because things got a bit tense towards the end of the PlayStation 4 life cycle. You got God of War, you got Horizon, you have Ghost of Tsushima, you have The Last of Us Part 2. These are all very murderous, violent games, but to see Ratchet and Clank, it kind of lifts the spirits up a bit. Of course, you have new characters, and I think that this game is going to definitely take advantage of that custom SSD, because loading times are going to have to be instantaneous if you are jumping from one portion of the game to another. Uh, where a loading screen would normally be loading from one planet into another, you are simply going to be able to jump right into it, and that is the power of the custom SSD at work. undoubtedly. But we will have to see how this one pans out, but as a long time Ratchet & Clank fan, it is nice to see the duo back in action, a nice light hearted change of pace. Project Athea, I believe is how you pronounce that, has been announced. It's a new game from Square Enix and Luminous called Project Athia has been revealed and, with the trailer, it says it was designed exclusively for PlayStation 5, so it seems Square Enix is getting in on the action. Uh, Overall, at first you think this is a Final Fantasy game. The gameplay itself lends itself to feeling somewhat like a Final Fantasy game, especially when you're out there just kind of wandering around, Uh, but then there are certain tones that do cue you into this being a unique title in and of itself. So Project Athia, coming soon. Stray has been announced. It's coming in 2021. Stray is essentially a game in which you appear to be a cat. And I want to make this very clear. You do look to be a cat. Uh, it is going to be coming to the PlayStation 5 and PC in 2021. It is going to be available on Steam as well. Uh, but essentially, again, I want to reiterate, you play as this little you, you play as a little kitty cat. Uh, And to be quite fair, it looks like a very charming little title, I think it's one that is going to be well received, and on top of that, it is coming to us from Annapurna Interactive, which is a very highly esteemed studio. Uh, So hopefully there's going to be a VR element to this one, I would love to explore this futuristic city through the eyes of a stray cat, it sounds like something that is certainly going to be full of charm. PlayStation 5 DualSense controller features have been detailed. I'm not sure why IGN even put this in their article because, quite frankly, there was nothing there that we didn't already know. You see haptic feedback. You see motion sense. uh, You see USB plug. That's great. Thank you so much. Uh, But overwhelmingly, it seems like that's just kind of a reminder of what the PlayStation 5's controller can do. And even with that being said, I do want to make it very clear the the trailer that showed off these features was not uh, one that really sold me on any unique features in and of itself Uh, because quite frankly it looks like it is just regurgitating what has been said and it's very difficult for the marketing team to actually show you what a controller feels like Uh, that's not how gameplay works So I think this is going to be one of those experiences where you do have to grab it and play with it. You have to be able to feel the controller in your hands as you are swinging through the streets of New York or as you're pulling the bow, as the marketing campaign has always said. I certainly don't think this is going to be something uh, that is able to be portrayed accurately in a trailer itself. But moving on, Returnal has been announced from developer Housemark. of course famous for games like Resogun, Dead Nation, Next Machina, Housemark is getting into Returnal, uh, which is essentially a blend of Remnant from the Ashes and Mass Effect, and the words of one of my friends that I was kind of commentating the event along with, it does seem to be very arcadey in nature, it is a third person shooter, and basically what you are going to be getting is a sense of fast-paced, brutal gameplay that continually puts you back uh, at the starting point. At least that's what the trailer seems to be portraying. Uh, you essentially go through the motions of going into the levels, getting killed, and starting over again as this astronaut woman that you see here in the trailer. Uh, so, it looks like Mark is getting back into the game, and we'll see if this pans out in the same way that it did for the PlayStation 4 generation, because Mark did begin the generation with Riso Gun which was and remains one of the fan-favorite PlayStation 4 games, so it looks like Returnal could replicate that action. Of course, a very different game, but one that is absolutely worth checking out. Sagboy: A Big Adventure has also been announced. This, in my mind, is the Mario for PlayStation. This is a platformer that blends together elements of Mario Party with classic Super Mario Brothers gameplay. Uh, it certainly has some side-scrolling elements. It has some elements of Tearaway, which is another game similar in vein to Little Big Planet. Uh, but Sagboy: A Big Adventure appears to be a co-op 3D platformer, more along the lines of Super Mario 3D World than the other games in the series. Uh, personally, I think this is going to have a less creative approach. You aren't necessarily going to be building your own levels. Uh, you are more so just going to be diving in and experiencing something. Uh, if this is developed by the Media Molecule team in full, I think this is probably a side project that was being developed alongside Dreams. And I don't think you are going to be getting that kind of depth you would expect from Little Big Planet. But quite frankly, you don't need it because the majority of players don't build things anyway, they just like to play the game. Destruction All-Stars has been announced. It is a PvP Destruction Derby game shown off from the guys at Lucid. And basically, this is, again, a blend of Rocket League and what appears to be a, a, again... Destruction Derby game where you can destroy your car, get out of the car, run around, jump on cars, it's very chaotic and overall it's got a cool tone but I don't know the legs this game has. I don't feel like it's going to be around for a very long time. Uh, This feels like one of those titles that is cannon fodder at the beginning of each generation. So, it looks like an interesting title, but you can check it out if you would like. I don't think it's going to be really scratching anyone's itch, but hey, it could be a big hit, especially depending on its price at launch. Bridge of Spirits has been announced. A 3D action-adventure game from developer Ember Labs was revealed, showing off gameplay of its lead character fighting through a forest area with magic. This title is an RTX dream. The lighting, the blacks, the highlights, it's so gorgeous. And I highly recommend you checking out gameplay of everything that we're talking about here today, because again, I'm just hitting the highlights of what was announced. Uh, But this game is going to fully take advantage of the power of the next generation of consoles by highlighting its art style and by adding specific lighting and shading and elements that simply aren't possible on a current generation console. It looks very, very good, and I'm excited to dive into Bridge of Spirits. Uh, A bit of a Fable vibe this one has, but the gameplay is certainly different. Uh, It is unique. Goodbye Volcano High has been announced. It's a new game called Goodbye Volcano High. Thank you, IGN. Uh, With the announcement set for, or I should say the reveal, the release uh, set for 2021. Uh, Weird art style. It's basically an emotional... Animal High School Adventure, it feels like something that would be on an Adult Swim, quite frankly. Uh, Wasn't big on this one, and quite frankly, this was my bathroom break. Oddworld Soulstorm has been announced for PlayStation 5. Of course, we got some gameplay along with that, but it looks to be the exact same gameplay you would expect from an Oddworld game, but with the aesthetic and the benefits of the next generation of consoles. If you've been waiting for news about the new Oddworld, it looks like you are going to be getting this one early next year, so you'll have to wait and see when it officially launches, but the gameplay itself looks pretty solid. Again, it's the platforming action that we all know and love, and the cool little lighthearted trailer that makes fun of you when you die, essentially. Uh, It is still encapsulating that feel of an old-school Oddworld game. Ghostwire Tokyo has gotten some PS5 gameplay. Of course, this game was announced a very long time ago, but now we've finally gotten our first glimpse of what you can expect when it launches in 2021 on the PlayStation 5. Uh, quite frankly, it looks like a very fun little title to wrap around in. I think it's going to be a uh, a big hit if the gameplay delivers on the experience that it showed off during today's big playstation 5 reveal Uh, but again this is one of those very important playstation 5 games that could take full advantage of the custom ssd if the developers are given the tools to do so appropriately Uh, so ghostwire tokyo again confirmed for the playstation 5 and we got some gameplay to boot along with that Jet the Far Shore has been revealed coming this holiday season. Uh, This is a brand new title, and it looks to be one uh, that is unlike anything we have really truly seen before uh, from anything on the PlayStation 4, quite frankly. Uh, But basically, this is a very artistic game, it is much uh, experimental in nature. but. You can dive in, check it out, see if you would like to get in on this action. Uh, Personally, this one didn't really tickle my fancy that much, but it was one uh, that I think has a very neat aesthetic, and overall, it could be a big hit depending on what you are looking for. Uh, To put it into perspective, what I think Jet the Far Shore is, it is basically Interstellar the game that's kind of the way that I want to describe it. Uh, So if that sounds like something you might be interested in, stay tuned. Again, gameplay is still yet to come, but from what I'm seeing from the announcement trailer, that's the kind of vibe that I am getting. Of course, during last year's Game Awards, we saw the first hint of Godfall, which is a PlayStation 5 and PC exclusive, according to uh, the announcements that have been made. But the melee action game Godfall was shown off for the first time again, coming this holiday season. It looks like a blend of the Dark Souls-esque combat, uh, but it potentially has the, I suppose, boss battles of something like a Bloodborne, uh, or or perhaps even if you wanted to go a step further, uh, you could say a Dark Souls game itself. Uh, But I don't know the difficulty level of this title, it very well could be something that's much simpler than the gameplay is portraying, Uh, but it is going to be a bit different than what I think we saw at last year's Game Awards. Uh, That game did not show off gameplay, but the vibe overall seemed to be a bit different than the gameplay that we are getting. Uh, There is not really a sense of accuracy whenever you see the players slashing their swords and taking strikes. It seems to be more action-oriented, like you would expect from uh, a less AAA title, I guess, is the best kind way to put that. Uh, It seems to be kind of in between the big premium grade of something like a God of War and something that is budget-like, say, Rise of the Techromancer, is one that comes to mind. Solar Ash has been revealed. It's a new game from Hyperlight Drifter developer Solar Ash, or I should say Hyperlight Drifter's developer. It revealed Solar Ash. When you're reading things, they just roll off the tongue. Uh, this game looks like Fury to me. Uh, this is a title that, quite frankly, I did not expect to see, but I don't really think that anyone uh, knew what was going to be coming in full from today's event. Uh, but basically, you can check it out here, and just by glancing at the overall aesthetic of it, If you'll give me a moment to find the actual trailer itself, you can tell this seems to be a Fury style game. If you look at what it has to offer, it does seem to be a bit more of a platformer than Fury, of course if you haven't played Fury, highly recommended, Uh, but that was kind of an arcade combat game in a way. This seems to be one that is more focused on exploring the worlds and seeing what's going on in the world of Solar Ash. Uh, I am 100% down for this, I would love to get my hands on this title ASAP, this has my aesthetic that I love to play with, uh, this has the combat that I am ready to get into, I'm excited to see what this one has to offer when it launches later on in the PlayStation 5s life cycle in 2021. Hitman 3 is coming in January 2021. IO Interact announced that Hitman 3 would be coming for PlayStation 5 and presumably other consoles in January of 2021. Uh, this is going to wrap up the trilogy, if you will, of the Hitman reboot franchise that launched a few years ago. I think this is going to be, again, more of the same. You are going to be getting more Hitman with a fresh coat of paint. And judging by the gameplay... This looks like a game that is also going to be coming out on the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. You can tell there's a slight bit of jank that has become customary for this generation specifically. That's just my perspective, but I think you can probably bet this one is also going to be launching on the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. And of course, I will update you whenever we get more information on that. Now, a couple of big hits to run through. Astro's Playroom has been revealed. It's a new game in the Astrobot franchise called Astrobot's Playroom coming to PlayStation 5. VR compatibility was not discussed in any of these titles, which is a bit concerning for the PSVR fan in me. The small little chunk. I don't really have that much of a VR heart, but I know that the fans out there really want some more VR. Uh, but Astro's Playroom looks to be essentially taking the, the overall, I suppose, playful nature of Astrobot uh, and bringing it to something that looks like it can be experienced outside of the VR space. Moving on, we have Little Devil Inside, which looks to be somewhat of a Monster Hunter Minecraft blend in the words of my friend. Uh, But ultimately, it blends comedy with this Playmobil art style that also has some realism mixed in there. Uh, In a way, it's kind of like Octopath Traveler, where there is a sense of realism that exists alongside this very plastic Lego-style character set. Uh, But it's one that I think is going to have a lot of charm to it. I'm excited to see what comes of this one. Uh, But you can see what I mean here, where there is a deeper level of detail in the flora and the fauna, uh, but the character itself seems to be very basic. So uh, I think this is one that's going to, again, take advantage of the PlayStation 5's capabilities and in a lot of ways certainly bring home a lot to be, I suppose, praised for its art style. NBA 2K21 is coming this fall. Of course, we are going to be getting a new NBA 2K game. That is not to anybody's shock. The big question on my mind, will we be getting an NBA live game? Because we haven't gotten one in quite some time. Last year's game was canceled because it was trash, and they wanted to put those resources into the next generation. So we could be seeing that rivalry come back. Uh, But it has been announced. Of course, that being NBA 2K21 looks to be a very... Very solid title that takes basketball and it adds a new coat of paint. That's about all to be saying about that. Bug Snacks is the new game from the developer of Octodad. I almost said Octopath Traveler because it's on the mind. But no, this is a new game from the developer of Octodad. And essentially, there are a lot of bugs that are shaped like food. They are food. And it is essentially Animal Crossing in this world of bugs that are food. Uh, you collect these animals, you have this Warrus individual that is essentially this universe's Tom Nook, uh, and you go around presumably collecting these animals. Uh, now, there is some comedy laced in there as well. You have personality within each individual uh, character within the game. On top of that, it appears that during the nighttime, there's some kind of food monster that is uh, created from all of these individual little creatures that are scurrying around the forest. Uh, super interesting, but snap. Again, coming from the developer of Octodad, which was a strange title on the PlayStation 4 and the PlayStation Vita, as well as the Xbox One and PC, if I remember correctly. The Demon's Souls remake has officially been announced. A remake or remaster, it's unclear yet if it's a remake, remaster, or what else specifically... It's a remake uh, of Demon's Souls was announced from developer Bluepoint Games and Japan Studio. Uh, Bluepoint is notorious for their incredible remakes. Specifically, uh, you do have Shadow of the Colossus, which is just incredible. The remake for that title is phenomenal. Highly recommend you dive in and give it a look. On top of that, they've done stuff like the Uncharted Nathan Drake Collection. Very big titles there as well. Uh, But it looks like a remake from the ground up it does not seem to be anywhere near the original Demon's Souls. In fact, whenever this trailer was being shown off, I initially thought that it was going to be Bloodborne 2. Then I thought, is this Elden Ring? And then the title screen actually came up, and I was shocked to see that it was, in fact, Demon's Souls. Uh, So that game is real, and it's coming to the PlayStation 5 at an unannounced date in the future. Deathloop gameplay has been revealed. Uh, This is the title coming to us from Arcane Studios, developer of Dishonored and Dishonored 2, as well as the Intermittent games that I believe were revealed and released between there. Uh, But Deathloop is essentially where two assassins are targeting each other and there is a constant time loop where they continually fight each other and die and die and die again. Uh, It's going to be very good for the streaming space, I think. There's a lot of replay value here. Uh, But I'm curious as to how this gameplay loop works. Is it something that multiplayer is a part of? Is it something that is randomly generated in a similar way to what you would get uh, from many of the roguelike games that you have in today's day and age? Uh, What kind of gameplay are we going to be getting? Or is this something that is continually uh, just throwing you back into the same fight over and over again while changing certain little elements of the gameplay? game itself. For instance, if you get thrown into an arena, the individual you are hunting could be on the other side of the arena and you could start somewhere else, what's the situation with this one? But very excited to see more about this one, I know a lot of people have been talking about Deathloop since it was announced at last year's E3 if I remember correctly and this is a game being published by Bethesda, so a big title coming in the future. Resident Evil 8 Village has been revealed. A new trailer and gameplay for the next Resident Evil was shown, titled Resident Evil 8 Village. It has a release date in 2021. Uh, This looks to be continuing the story, or at least somewhat loosely continuing the story that was begun or continued in Resident Evil 7, Uh, but you do have a very striking trailer, one that I think led a lot of people on. Uh, It does not look like a Resident Evil game, I must be the first to admit. Uh, Now, if you look at some of the gameplay snippets themselves, you can't tell that it is related to Resident Evil 7, Uh, but the overall tone, the color scheme, a lot of the elements of Resident Evil 8 certainly do separate it from the world of Resident Evil 7. Now, one thing that is worth mentioning for the audio listeners out there, uh, the Resident Evil 8 Village reveal does not have anything to do with Resident Evil 2 or 3 Remake. Those are entirely different experiences. This is not a third-person game. This is a first-person horror game by all stretches of the imagination. Uh, That's not to say I'm not excited about it. I think it's going to be just as impactful as Resident Evil 7. And if you take the power of the PlayStation 5 and presumably the Xbox Series X, uh, you can actually imagine just how much better this game is going to be in terms of its look and appearance as compared to Resident Evil 7. But we'll see more about this whenever over the summer, I guarantee it, but Resident Evil 8 is officially coming soon, and on top of that, the rumors themselves that we've been reporting here on the Jam Pack Report were in fact true. Pragmata has been revealed from Capcom. It's a new game coming in 2022, and ultimately this game is strange. You start off with this suited man in a futuristic, uh, what appears to be radiation suit potentially, uh, walking into what appears to be some kind of alien installment in the middle of New York City. Uh, There's a girl standing there gawking at this giant piece of machinery that's planted itself in the ground, and then a satellite crashes through the sky. It turns out this is like the Truman show there is a dome that is creating a sense of gravity and then you're on the moon looking back at the earth at the end of the trailer mind-boggling stuff and i saw a lot of people that thought this might have been a kojima game No, it's not. No, it is not. But man, this is a title that I think has a lot of potential. And Pragmata is what I want to see from the next generation reveals. As much as I love a new Ratchet and Clank or a new Spider-Man or a new Resident Evil, all of that is great. But I want to know what new titles are coming. I want to see what triple-A titles are going to be coming that I have never seen before. That's what I want. Uh, when Bloodborne was announced and released on the PlayStation 4. That's something that we had never seen before. A brand new PlayStation franchise, and it has now made its way into the Hall of Fame, so to speak. If you look at Infamous, if you look at Spider-Man itself, I want to see what these iconic generation-defining games are going to be like. Now, will we get those right off the bat? Probably not. Uh, But again, this is a Capcom game, so it's probably going to be coming to the Xbox Series X as well. Horizon 2 Forbidden West has been announced. A sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn was finally revealed for PlayStation 5, titled Horizon 2 Forbidden West. It is yet to be determined if this is actually Horizon 2. I want to make that very clear. Uh, It looks like it is, in my book, just Horizon Forbidden West, but it looks like there could be a little 2 there. It it looks like there could be... Yeah, there is a 2 here. So it is Horizon 2 Forbidden West, Uh, And again, this is going to be, as the title does hint, focusing on the western part of civilization here in the United States. Uh, You have the remnants of a flooded San Francisco, and of course you have the climbing of an icy peak, which could be one of the mountain ranges very close to San Francisco. Of course, there's plenty of, uh, of climbing potential in the Rocky Mountains. But Aloy is back, she's riding a robotic horse, and on top of that, uh, you see everything you would expect. Giant robots to fight, Uh, you have some familiar faces as well, and it looks like it is going to be taking full advantage of the PlayStation 5, because out of all of the games announced, this is the one that looked the most graphically impressive. And I say this generation-wide. Uh, This is the best-looking game I have seen to date for the PlayStation 5 or the Xbox Series X. Uh, Now, all gameplay shown was captured running on a PlayStation 5. Now, it is worth mentioning some of what Horizon 2 showed was rendered captures. This is not necessarily gameplay, but it still looks to be the most impressive graphic, uh... Showcase I suppose that we have seen so far Uh, now I hope that Xbox can top it whenever they have their event next month in July But this event was certainly very impressive Now one thing that is worth mentioning we talked about the PlayStation 5 aesthetic uh, But I do want to reiterate there are two versions of the PlayStation 5 There is a disc based console and there is a discless console the digital edition this Tells me that this is going to be an incredibly expensive console because there is no way that you would swallow the pill of creating a digital edition if you didn't know that the regular edition was going to be inaccessible to a portion of your population. Let's say the PlayStation 5 is priced at $600. If you can remove a 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray drive and knock 50 bucks off the price of the PlayStation 5, maybe even 75 or $100, let us go ahead and get wild with it. You could potentially win over a very large portion of the base, even if this is $500, which is much more appropriate for the standard PlayStation 5, $450 for the digital edition moves a lot more consoles. Let's go even lower, let's say they sell at a loss and they sell the PlayStation 5 at the PlayStation 4's launch price of $400, $350 for a PlayStation 5 digital edition? 100% you are going to sell these like hotcakes. So we will see when the release date is and when you are going to be getting any kind of inclination of a price, which I don't think is going to be coming until at least maybe middle of July. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see that information dropped randomly on a Tuesday afternoon. Uh, But that is the PlayStation 5 reveal event. Overall, did it hit my expectations? Absolutely. I think it surpassed them. I did not expect to see hardware, I certainly didn't expect to see a price point or a release date, which we didn't get, but I definitely didn't expect hardware. On top of that, I also want to talk for a moment about the difference between the Xbox event held a few weeks back and the PlayStation 5 event that we saw today. The difference is the overall quality. The PlayStation 5 event felt like a premium experience, it felt like something that I would be watching at E3. This felt like a giant showcase. This felt like a monumental event. The Xbox events so far have been held in living rooms on webcams. These events from Xbox have showcased smaller titles that simply aren't exciting, if I'm being quite frank with you. Uh, Now again, there are plenty of titles that Xbox has shown off that I am incredibly excited about. One, first and foremost, is Hellblade 2. Very excited to see that one, and I'm not dogging on Xbox completely. They certainly have a lot of cool experiences coming to the Xbox Series X. But the marketing team needs to step it up, invest in a couple of cameras, create some kind of production system, even if you are working remotely, that you can get people to come in and create a pristine presentation, because your marketing is directly impacting the reception of your console. Even if the PlayStation 5 is miles less powerful than the Xbox Series X, the event that I watched today has me more excited about Sony's hardware than I ever was about the Xbox Series X, and that still stands true. In fact, if I had to choose today Xbox Series X or PlayStation 5, right off the bat I am choosing PlayStation 5, because the games shown off eclipse anything that Xbox has shown, and the majority of what Xbox has shown is also going to be coming to the PlayStation 5. Uh, you have to prove to me why I need your piece of hardware, and why I can sacrifice not getting Horizon 2, and Marvel's Spider-Man, and Godfall, and these giant experiences. You have gotta win me over. Now The July event could do that. I want to see what all these Xbox game studios have been working on, because I'm ready to love Xbox just as much as I love PlayStation, and that's coming from somebody who has been playing on Xbox for the better part of the past year, uh, just about daily. Uh, I love Game Pass, I think that Microsoft's games as a service approach to the overall console setup is genius, and I'm fully 100% down for that, but I need to see Halo, I need to see what all these other studios that you have behind the scenes, I need to know what's coming so that I can make my decision. Uh, now, PlayStation 5, again, I think it's just going to dominate overall, but that is just my two cents, and I would love to know what you have to say in the comment section down below. But that is our PlayStation 5 reveal event recap, again, the entire show is up on YouTube right now if you did want to go check out gameplay for everything that I discussed on today's show, but I just wanted to sit down and chunk out my thoughts because I had plenty of them and I hope you enjoyed this conversation. But until tomorrow, you guys have a fantastic rest of your night. I'll talk to you soon, and peace.